Basement Quarantine Podcast. It's 4 p.m. Central. It's time to take a break. Take a break from everything with your favorite host, Jonathan Burnos. Yay! Hi. Hey, my microphone was muted. So I was talking, but nobody could hear me. Well, hey, I'm excited. You guys are out on the show today. You guys are uh, tuning in. It is time for the uh, Basement Quarantine Podcast. It's your favorite show. It's the best 30-minute break you never knew you needed to take. And and I'm sure glad you guys are taking it with me. If you're new to the show, uh, every day at 4 p.m. Central weekdays, I take a coffee break. And today I'm taking a coffee break because it's 4 p.m. Central. And during that coffee break, I just like to, uh, to talk about stuff. So uh, I've got a show. I've got a podcast. It's in my basement. This is not a virtual background. Uh, this is the real deal. This is really my basement. So, uh, but the great thing about the podcast is it's uh, it's live stream. So I'm on Facebook. There is a little bit of a delay, so you can uh, you can interact with me. Uh, I like to uh, talk about uh, different things. I do a little bit of news. I call it uh, the fun news, not the fake news, because uh, I like to take our minds off of the uh, quarantine COVID situation. And instead, uh, just focus on something funny, uh, hopefully entertaining for you guys. But uh, I try not to play politics. I, I'm right in the, in, in the middle. I can uh, make fun of both sides. So hopefully you guys uh, you enjoy that. Sometimes I'm political. I might be political today. But anyways, uh, welcome to the show. It's, uh, it's Real Monday, April 13th. So actual Monday, not just uh, second Monday or third Monday. But it's the first Monday or the Monday, the actual Monday of the week. It's 4 p.m. Do you guys know what your internet bandwidth is? Mine's super low because everybody's using the internet right now. But I have my cup of coffee, so I'm ready to go t- today. Uh, I do have a coffee recommendation today. I wanted to start with that. So I'm going to switch over here. Uh, I'm going to recommend Regeer Coffee Roasters. Now, I'm not sponsored, so this is in no way a sponsorship. Uh, I'm not paid to do this at all. This is just my personal opinion. Uh, this, these guys, uh, Regeer Coffee Roasters, uh, is a friend of mine. Uh, Jason and Dolly Regeer are the owners, and uh, you guys should check them out. They have an awesome coffee, uh, little uh, small coffee business going. Uh, they run it out of Madrid, Nebraska, is where Jason lives. He actually is a farmer, so he works on a farm, but he uh, he roasts his own coffee. And the best thing about this is, uh, you look up Regeer Coffee Roasters, and it's the it's the Madrid, uh, Nebraska roasters he's got videos and stuff about how to brew coffee uh and they're really actually really entertaining and in uh, detailed videos so if you're interested in uh getting some coffee from from the local guy from the little guy the business these guys uh are definitely ones to check out yay <laughs> alan uh, i can't spit some raytown freestyle i mean i was never good at uh just freestyle I was uh, not an improv comic. Uh, I always had to have it planned out. So, man, if you want to come on the show, though, I will. I will have you on. You can do. You can spit some freestyle, Raytown style, Raytown freestyle. So, I got an exciting show for you guys today. Uh, that was my coffee recommendation. Again, check them out, uh, Regeer Coffee Roasters. On the show today, I've got a. Uh, I'm gonna have an interview. I'm gonna try this out. We're gonna test out an interview. Uh, I got a friend of the show listens to the show. He's a friend of mine. He's gonna be on today. And we're gonna talk about the. Uh, we're gonna talk about the Kansas City Film Fest. Kansas City Film Fest International. So I've got a board member from the Kansas City Film Fest International. Uh, and did you guys even know that uh, Kansas City had a film festival? 
I did, but I want to learn more about it. So we're going to have him on the show today, and we're going to ask him some questions about that. Uh, so we're going to try to dial him in in, in just a few uh, just a few minutes. Uh, also on the today's show, and this might carry over into to, tomorrow's show. I'm looking for Pinterest ideas. So if you're on Pinterest, what are you pinning? Is there anything interesting that you're pinning out there? Uh, I pin stuff about uh, finishing my basement because I'm not in a base. I'm not in a finished basement. This is real. I'm living the dream. And I pin stuff about uh, uh, hiking, backpacking, that kind of stuff. But uh, I'm interested in what you guys are pinning. So uh, you can start to chat that in. Let me know what you're pinning. We'll bring that up and look at my uh, we'll look at Pinterest on the show. Uh, yeah, and then but but to start out, my favorite segment of, of the pod the, the basement quarantine podcast is uh, what's in the news. So we're gonna start off with uh, what's in the news today. I'm excited about what's in the news. It's my favorite segment. Uh, you know what? I'd call it uh, what's in the news, but it's uh, I start so it's there's a lot of fake news out there, and I call this uh, what's not in the what's in the fake news, but what's in the uh, fun news. So I hope you guys like this. Uh, top of the news today. Top of the news. Let me make sure my volume's not too loud so you guys can hear me. All right, so what's in the news? Top of the news today, Bernie Sanders is endorsing Joe Biden for president. That was announced today. Bernie Sanders is endorsing Joe Biden for president. He announced it today. He stated how important it was that they limit Donald Trump to only one term. Uh, Political strategists are now saying the playing field is even with Sanders as an endorsement uh, for Biden. Uh, So now President Trump isn't the only candidate with a socialist supporter. Uh, flawless delivery right there. That's what that is. That was a good one. Did you guys get the tie-in? I shouldn't have to explain my jokes. But, you know, without having direct feedback, without laughing, it's hard. So I got to... I know. I remember, I remember even the political jokes. I, can, I, I play both sides. So... And I, I'm a registered Republican. Just so everybody knows. Uh, Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell. Did anybody see this today? There was a picture of Mitch McConnell practicing social distancing. Uh, actually, Mitch McConnell was outed as one of the bad wizards and enemies to the Ministry of Magic. So here is uh, here are some of the good wizards facing him down. If you guys didn't see this. A little weird, isn't it? They've got their, their, their uh, wands up. They're doing their Patronus. Or taking shots of Patron. I don't know. You decide. There with Mitch. I like that one. Uh, what else is going on in the news? Uh, oh, oh, okay. Uh, parents, this was an interesting story. There was a news story. There was parents that converted their garage into club quarantine for their son's 21st birthday bash. So this was Anthony and Carolyn Torsha uh, from New Jersey converted their garage into club quarantine to recreate the night out their son would have had if they weren't stuck inside as a result of the coronavirus. So Anthony and Carolyn... They, uh, they set up a mock bar in the garage. Uh, Jack is the name of the, the 21-year-old, the birthday boy. His dad was the bouncer, and so Jack had to show his ID to his dad. Uh, you can see pictures there. They took shots together. Uh, his, his mother played bartender. And then uh, he, later in the night, he got to meet a special VIP guest. It was a cardboard cutout of Justin Bieber. That's really cool, huh? Jack's uh, parents scored some mega cool Parents of the Year points uh, within their own parent circles. Added bonus, the family got to watch a video later of young Jack's uh, percentage chances of ever moving out of his parents' house, uh, finding a girlfriend 
or losing his virginity. So here's a here's a video of that. So I'm gonna do a little play-by-play. -play. So there's there's Jack right there. There's his percentages of ever moving out. And now there's his virginity. Is he gonna lose it? No, probably not. He's probably gonna stay living at home with his parents for the rest of his life. But hey, you know that was a cool idea. Thank you, parents. Points to the parents for that. Uh, and back to the news. Hey, nobody said this is a high-tech production, so uh, I'm, I'm doing what I can. We do, we do what we can with the tools we have, right? Uh, percentages of... Let's see, percentages of people drinking while working from home has gone up in the last few months. So at this pace, we're actually looking to break the previous record holders of drinking on the job, uh, teachers. And that's... Sorry if there's any teachers out there. You guys know that's just because of what's happened. We have our kids now, so we actually have to teach our own kids. And uh, it's not going too well. So I get it. Trust me. I, may, I might drink a little bit more than I used to. Uh, rounding out second and third place were insurance adjusters and uh, this guy. That's Gary Buser. Busey. Gary Busey. I always mess up his last name. He's on the show again. I like to bring him back. He's, he's been on every day, so... Also, uh, in the news, parents are now teaching their own children Common Core math, uh, and the parents that have uh, that are doing that now have resorted just to saying math. Uh, you really don't need to learn it; you'll never use it, so don't worry about it. That's true. Kids never will use math. Not if they keep learning at home with us, with me, right? Wife, is she on? She's been quiet today. That's a good one. My wife is quiet. I think she's watching, but she's usually uh, in the peanut gallery making a lot of noise, but she's not today. Uh, so, yeah, uh, let's see. Oh, okay. Uh, here's, the, here's the next thing. I've been, I've been wanting to play this, and uh, we played this last week as part of the show. So we're going we're gonna to play it again. We're going to see how it goes. Um, this is a game show. This game show is called, and this is, I came up with this. I think it's been fun. So, you know, out there now, there's a lot of people wearing masks. Uh, CDC recommends it. Uh, you sh you sh if you're going out, you should wear a mask. So I wanted to play this game show called COVID or Crime Spree. So that's what the, uh, the game show is today. It's COVID or Crime Spree. I only got a couple slides on this. So let's, uh, let's try it out here. Uh, so here's, what we, here's how the game works. You guys get to play at home. Uh, so I'm going to show you some pictures of people wearing masks. And because everyone wears a mask now, you get to decide, is it, is it someone who's wearing a mask because of the coronavirus? Or is it someone wearing a mask because they're on a crime spree? So here we go. I'm excited about this. I know, Sarah, they do need Matthew right. That is correct. I knew insurance people drink on the job too, Megan. Spoiler alert, his parents aren't teaching. Yeah, I know that. They're not. Uh, so here we go. Here's the game. Uh, first slide. Is is this, are these two young ladies wearing masks because of COVID? Or is this a crime spree? What do you guys think? All right. If you said COVID because they're also wearing gloves and they have a phone, you are incorrect because it's actually a crime spree. Uh, just making sure they're not leaving fingerprints behind. And, and you can tell they're wearing dark glasses. And glasses aren't necessary. That's kind of the giveaway right there. So... All right. Did I, get, did I get you there? Okay. Uh, let's see. That's why I have background music because it cuts the the odd, awkward pause. All right. Here's the next one. COVID or crime spree. Uh, what about these guys? Now, don't let the uh, caption fool you or the fact that it's a uh, security camera and it looks like a news broadcast. Uh, is this COVID or is this crime spree? 
All right, if you said COVID, you were correct. This is COVID. Pretty easy to see there. Don't uh, don't mind the guns. But other than that, that's COVID and crime spree. Uh, yeah. Is that what I got? Yeah, that's it. That was COVID and crime spree. So hopefully you guys uh, enjoyed that edition of uh, COVID and crime spree. That was a fun little game. That'll be back. That's a fun game. There's plenty of other uh, situations we can use for COVID and crime sprees. So hopefully you guys enjoyed that. All right, now it's, uh, it's time for a minute with Arnold, so uh, let's do this real quick. This is a time of the podcast where I spend about 60 seconds looking at pictures of Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's a personal hero of mine uh, growing up. I loved him as a politician. I loved him as an actor, uh, just as a person all around. So uh, we're going to transition, take a look at uh, some pictures of our friend Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, we looked at this picture last week, but I wanted to bring it back because I think it's a great picture. Here's Arnold, and uh, I don't know if that's his dog, but... Uh, he was polishing some boots last week with his uh, younger daughter, and uh, he had a picture of uh, his dog there. So, um, let's see. A few more pictures here as we take up our 60 seconds of uh, Arnold. There he is again with his uh, donkey and his pony. That's Lulu and Whiskey. Whiskey is the name of the horse. Lulu is the donkey. There's a shirt. Don't be an ass. Stay inside. Right? Because uh, Lulu's a donkey. That makes sense. Some old pictures of Arnold working out. Again, inspiring, inspiring person. If you haven't listened to him ever uh, speak, yeah, motivational speeches and stuff, he, he's he's good at that. So there's some old pictures of Arnold working out. Pretty inspiring there. Uh, and then there he is again with Lulu and Whiskey. Uh, there he is with uh, uh, Bernie Sanders. Uh, there he is with uh, Burt Reynolds and Dolly Parton. And there he is with Burt. Uh, Lulu and Whiskey and his dog, Coco. Uh, and there he is with, uh, looks like, uh, President Carter. Some more shirts. There's a little girl. It's probably his daughter. And there we go. That is our uh, minute with Arnold Schwarzenegger. So hopefully you guys enjoyed that. I sure know that I did. Well, my Slack notifications going off. Let me mute that real quick. All right, so uh, that was my minute with Arnold. Hope you guys, again, I hope you enjoyed that time period. Um, I, I love it. It's one of my favorites. Welcome to the show, Audrey. Welcome to the show, Emac. Clint Eastwood. That wasn't Clint Eastwood, was it? Ah, whatever. And you know, the audience always knows always knows better, right? Showbiz. Uh, let me see. So we're going we're gonna to bring my guest on the show here. Uh, so give me just a second here to see if this works. Now, I'm going to try this. I haven't done this yet. Uh, I tested it earlier, but I'm going to give a shot on, on bringing my guest onto the show because I want to do, uh, I want to have some questions here. So hopefully he's going to dial in here shortly. Hey, he's listening. Josh is on uh, listening. I'm going to have him dial in and uh, I'm going to pull his, his mug up here as soon as he dials in. Hopefully he's listening. Josh, there's a delay, so I'll give you a minute, and then uh, we'll get you on the show. Oh, I had a session today, too. I didn't make a slide for this, but also part of the show, the podcast, the Basement Quarantine Podcast, is the uh, my segment on Thanks, Obama. 
Thanks, Obama, is when I uh, complain about something for 30 seconds or so. It's uh, usually a first world problem. And then I somehow convert that over into being uh, Barack Obama's fault. So today I'm going to complain about carpenter ants. Uh, spring and summer, mainly in the spring, the carpenter ants come out. Those are little tiny ants, and they're all over the place. So you get into everything. They're in your bathroom. They get into your toothpaste. Uh, they really, they're around my coffee maker right now. It's just driving me crazy. So uh, um, every year, I didn't really realize this, but it's been really bad. Uh, it was really bad before Trump became president. Uh, it was bad for eight years before Trump became president. So I tied that into the president at the time, which was uh, Barack Obama. So the carpenter ants, which I can't stand. I hate them. I'm sure you guys get them sometimes, too. And you probably hate them. Thanks, Obama. Yay! <sighs> Thanks, Obama. There he is. All right, we got. Hey, look, nice, nice virtual background. Okay, let me pull you over here, Josh. And uh, I'm gonna share your uh, share my screen here. All right, Josh, uh, you're on. So give me, let me switch over to you. There you are. There's a delay, so you're not gonna. If you're watching yourself, it's not gonna work out real well. So don't watch. That's a good idea. On my end too. I'm gonna to turn the music down. I like the music. It sets the mood for for you and I to talk to each other. I agree. So everyone, uh, I'm gonna do your intro real quick so everyone knows who you are. This is uh, Josh Morales. I want to welcome Josh to the show. Uh, Josh, I had your uh, I had your intro up here. It's you know what? Hold on. I got this. I actually practice this. Josh Morales is uh, he's on the board for the Kansas City Film Fest uh, International. Josh is also a financial advisor at the Retirement Planning Group. There's a little plug for you, Josh. And Josh and I also were childhood best friends. We grew up together, so I know Josh really well. And um, let me see. So Josh, I want to start off with uh, some easy questions for you. Uh, first of all, uh, let's start off with what religion are you and what's your political affiliation? I can hear you. Really? Well, he weren't. He wasn't talking. Audience. Dust, Dustin says, "What's up?" Uh, fix the volume on Josh Bernas. Jo Courtney, he's fixed now, so I can hear him in my headphones. Yeah, I can hear you. You don't have to answer the religion question. What's your religion and what's your political affiliation? That's why we ask every guest on the show. And being that you're the first guest. Yeah, perfect. That's a great answer. No political parties? They still say they can't hear you. I'll try this. What? Are you doing something different? I can hear you. Can everybody in the audience hear you, though? That's the real question. Only hear John in music. He is talking. I hear him. So that's because you're in the room with him, Sarah. Well, the good thing is that when we actually uh, record, I mean, I'm recording the podcast and so we do the, the actual podcast version, everyone will hear you. But uh, I guess everybody on the Facebook live feed can't hear you. I'm going to try one thing. I'm going to switch something over 
and uh, this 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 will probably work. You're actually gonna play out of my uh, my speakers. There we go. And uh, I'm gonna hold this speaker, old old school like. Now when you talk, they'll hear you. Go ahead and talk. Uh, all right. Turn down your background music. Good idea. Everyone's a critic. All right. <laughs> no there we go. There you go. Yeah, everyone can hear Josh right. now. And can a, everybody hear me now? Yeah, there's a delay, so I mean, they're gonna say yes, we can hear you. Yes, you can now. We fixed it. Hey, Grant, welcome to the show. Mom, my mom's on the show too. She's the saw that. She's the biggest critic. Hey, Cindy. Yay! See, now everybody can hear you, including Sarah, who could hear you because she was in the room with you, but now she can hear you too. The definition on her end is amazing. <laughs> All right. We, uh, if you're just joining the show, we had some audio problems. We tested this. I never had an interview on before. So we've got Josh on the show, Josh Morales. Uh, I've introduced him. No one could hear what he was saying, but I asked him some tough questions about religion, political affiliation, and uh, he answered them. So we don't have to go back and revisit that. <laughs> Actually, I don't. I only have 30 minutes, so uh, uh, let's just jump into the meat of it. Because I saw um, Josh here on the board for uh, Kansas City Film Fest, and I saw a plug this morning on social media for tickets uh, for $10. And I thought, man, that's uh, what a good time. There was a good timing because I thought, let's just get you on the show and you can talk about it and promote it, and hopefully we'll uh, get some traffic for it. And I'm already planning on, on buying it, but I'm also interested in learning more about it. So I'm going to let you plug it. So $10 is actually a really good deal bet. Um, typically, of course, we do this annually at a local theater. The last 10 years or so uh, have been down on the plaza. Uh, we were supposed to be down at our, over at Ward Parkway this year, but of course, COVID-19 got in the way. Uh, for those of you guys who don't know and haven't heard of the Kansas City Film Fest, the, the, this is the same as it's the same concept as any other film fest, Cannes Film Fest, uh, uh, Sundance, any of them. Yeah. Uh, it's just a it's just a local version of that. And you're right, a lot of people haven't heard of it, but it's mostly because uh, it, it really started as a grassroots thing. Although we are on our in our 25th year, uh, it really was it really was formed into a full-fledged organization six or seven years ago and has been rapidly growing uh every year since um but but effectively a film festival for those people who don't know is it's a great way for or it is the way for filmmakers actors producers to introduce films uh to the general public and 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 as a way to get vetted so in the film that you've seen at a, at a AMC, Dickinson, whatever theater, uh, started off at a film festival most likely and and, uh, and worked its way up through that. And the, the great thing about a film at the film fest is is that um, you're you're not only seeing things that may or may not get get to be seen in the future, um, but but also being introduced to the filmmakers themselves. And uh, just something I've learned over the last several years being involved with it is just because it's it, it doesn't necessarily make it to a mainstream uh, theater does not necessarily mean that it wasn't a good film there are, there have been some fantastic films that um either you know made it to netflix or maybe just wasn't uh just didn't didn't have enough financial supporters or whatever to make it through but they were really great um right now so instead of being able to go to the the theater um we've been able to put those same films online 
uh, via the website, which I could pull up, but it's the Kansas City Film Fest dot org or kcfilmfest.org sorry um and if you get on there you can uh buy a an all-access pass for ten dollars and that really is a very good deal um we you gotta you gotta keep in mind we still have to buy the movies and pay for the rights to show them and we're still um we're still wanting to we, we still have to provide support to the filmmakers themselves right. but uh, we were able to reduce, uh, no, you know, we're not paying for a theater and, and some of those other things, but um, I think it's a really great way. I'm kind of interested to see how this plays out into the future because uh, next year will be our 25th year. And so um, I think it's just been, it's just, it's, it's obviously an accident, but I think it'll be a great way to get exposure to the film fest to a broader market um, for a very little commitment, frankly. I mean, $10 is really a good, I mean, think of the way we always look at it as if you were going to go to the movies and go out for an evening on the, at going out to eat and stuff like that, you'd pay a lot more, uh, even at our normal prices. And at $10 to get all access to every film that's available is a pretty good deal. Yeah, it's, um, it's an excellent deal. Cause we saw the other day, I mean, like any movie that didn't make it out in the theater, like the big pictures, Hollywood pictures, um, there's there, you can buy them now online or rent them. I guess you could rent them for 48 hours yes. and it's like 20 bucks and you know, yes. 20 bucks is you really, you pay that much because you're wanting the movie experience, but $10 to see these types of movies is that's a, that's a great deal. That's what caught my attention too this morning. Yeah. So what we're trying to do is try to get, um, as much of that in-person experience as possible. Um, but, but through online. So, um, but one of the benefits of doing this online is it allows more freedom for people to be able to view what they want and when they want it. Normally we're restricted to uh, scheduling and theater times and those kind of things. So a lot of the content is actually available at any point in time so you can watch it at your convenience. Right now, if you get on there, you're gonna see a lot of the um, the short films. So um, most of what people think of if you're going to the movies is full feature length, um, the two hour long or hour and a half long movies and those those will be on there as well but but what a lot of people don't realize is how much much a much greater percentage of the films that are being made are actually short films these are people that are wanting to get their their foot in in the door or even some major filmmakers just enjoy or, or want to have a short story that they want to tell and you'll see some of that on there i have a recommendation uh for you in particular but i think for everybody i was trying to i was looking through there earlier today to try to find some more feel-good ones uh, but there's one on there and it's called a uh, pendulum and it's about a um he was a professional rock climber and oh, yeah, that's uh, right. now he's that, a yeah. high school teacher and he's got a family. So it talks about kind of how he's balancing his time between what his passions are and, and raising his family. But he's also in, as a teacher works with a lot of at-risk youth and he's incorporated um, the, the rock climbing, his rock climbing passion um, into a part of, into the education, into his education and working with these kids. And so it's a really good, uh, feel good kind of, of film. I think it's like 12 minutes long. I mean, it's really not that long. Um, but it, if you want a, a good introduction, that's a good one too. Uh, there are going to be some films that are, that are only available one time. They'll be labeled as such. Most of those are in the evenings. But the benefit of those is that there's going to be a live Q&A with the actors and filmmakers after the film. 
That's awesome. That's really cool. I saw Pendulum earlier. Actually, I pulled it up, and uh, I would say I was thinking of this earlier too. And this is actually the timing on this is unique and interesting. I don't know if films will go back to the way things were. I don't know if it'll be quite some time before I think we go back into theaters again and view the big budget pictures. I think you know something else that popped up during this COVID thing was uh, Quibi. My wife talked about this, and she actually turned or told me about it, and I've looked it up. Quibi's like uh, they're like really short segments. So they're shorter than, you know, even your 30-minute sitcoms where they're like these 15-minute or 7 to 15-minute viewing sessions. Yeah, I think there's something to that. Um, the There's a lot more short film entries. Um, and understand, these are not like uh, – these aren't amateur films. These are, these are full-fledged produced right. films. Um, they just are not an hour and a half long. And yeah. I think – that those types of stories you're absolutely right with Quibi I, those even during the film fest themselves are very very popular um, and what they'll do is they'll string a bunch of them together but they're really really popular um, because there's just not as much time commitment to them but they but it, it's amazing to watch some of those and see how good a job the storytellers can do given a short time span I almost think you need to be a better storyteller to be able to create a short a short film than you do uh, to create a longer one just because the, the of the, the span that you're working with. Um, but they are very popular and um, and really digestible. And Quibi is a really good um, comparison to that. Yeah, awesome. That's uh, I, So I'm excited about it. I'm definitely going to check it out. Um, I, you know, I, I, since I only have a 30-minute podcast, I want to talk to you more because I want to I go further. You've got some interesting stories. I was also going to mention that you uh, you're basically a carpenter now and I wanted to you will tell this story a different time but I wanted you to tell the story about how you became a carpenter which is basically uh, you have a near-death experience you become a you you get I mean you've always been crafty but then you get into woodwork but that's a whole other topic so we will we were gonna go down that that rabbit hole some other time uh, and I was gonna bring up we'll, we'll do it next time but you know Josh Morales JM Jesus the Messiah was also a, a carpenter JM coincidence probably but i just think yeah you do a lot of cool stuff with wood now so but but i really wanted to ask you though i'm gonna veer off away from the woodworking because it's that's what i'm interested in i'm interested more about real briefly because i i gotta wrap my show up but real briefly you're in quarantine with uh all women so you are the only pair of testicles in your house and you are surrounded by estrogen so i wanted to ask you uh what's that like because i don't know i have three (laughs) boys and i I, I've got you know my own stories, but I, I'm just curious. And there's lots, probably lots of other people out there that would listen uh, that are wondering what what are you going through? What's yes, I do have two teenage daughters, and obviously I'm married. Um, so this is this is my life in general, except for now it's in more of like a sardine can. Okay, it's in a concentrated environment. Uh, there's various periods of time that we are more emotional than others. It's probably various um, periods too. And um, you have to tread lightly. I do, as you alluded to, have a workshop. So I have a double quarantine zone <laughs> where I go and I put my headphones on That's and uh, zone out for a little while. But um, otherwise, it's really just the um, it's just it's just a, a more concentrated version of normal drama, uh, emotions, tears, uh, laughter at, at extreme levels and not necessarily consistent from one person to a neck to the next at any, any point in time. Yeah. So, uh, 
you know, high emotions, both highs and lows and, you know, happies and sads and, and that kind of stuff. So uh, who, who, uh, my normal life anyway, like I said, it's highly concentrated. I don't know if it's my house, like I probably cry the most right now at this point, three weeks in, I'm, I'm probably crying the most, but, um, do you ever just, do you ever just go down into your double quarantine zone and just, just cry? Cause I would. I'm not. There's no shame in that. I'm not as much of a crier, <laughs> you know. I, yeah. I like to. I'm not either. I'm not either. I'm uh, just kidding. I don't. I'm joking. What do you do? <laughs> but um, I, I usually um, I, I listen to a lot of Audible, uh, uh, a lot of podcasts. Um, you know those kind of things. Something that sort of takes you away, and uh, and I'm and it's also why I like doing creative kinds of things too, because your mind gets off of the normal day to days, both of work and of, you know, living in a concentrated pool of estrogen. Yeah. Well, um, a lot of thighs on my end, by the way. Yeah. Well, I salute you. I salute you. And I, and, uh, I think about you. I'll keep you guys, uh, I'm practically a thing. Yeah. I'll keep you, uh, (laughs) keep you in my thoughts and prayers because uh, I can't imagine what that's like uh, on a, in, with a global pandemic happening uh, being quarantined like that so uh, yeah that's that's um, I'm gonna have to have, I'll have you back on again because now you know I'm gonna I'm gonna bring some guests in so I appreciate you uh, you coming on the show today uh, and talking about the Kansas City Film Fest and, and uh, we'll have you back on again to talk about some other stuff um, but uh, again Josh Morales everyone he's uh, he's Personal best friend of mine, but also a financial planner, uh, film fest extraordinaire, film, uh, and also uh, the, uh, the man's man to uh, living in a female house. So, the, the pair, uh, what do you, I don't know, nickname, uh, tes- testicles. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, thanks for being on the show today, Josh. Thanks for uh, having me test this all out. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk later. Yeah, we'll give it a shot. Well, let's see if we can sync this up better. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll have to do a better job. Let's see. How, do, right. I, how do I do this? Um, okay. I don't know. Can you guys still hear me? Uh, let's see. We're going to finish up. I got to sign off, but I, gotta, I want to do it professionally. So uh, let's see. How do I do that? There. Uh, okay, so uh, yeah, it's um, how do I join the? Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait for it. Headphones. There. Okay. So, uh, yeah, thanks, Josh, for being on the show today. Uh, that's my show. I'm a little long today, but uh, I think it was good talking about the Kansas City Film Festival or Film Fest. Think about the stuff that. Um, that you pin because that's what we're going to talk about tomorrow. I'm going to have more guests on. Uh, some of them may be my kids, so they may actually be here with me. Uh, some of my guests, I'm going to have a nurse on. I'm excited about that. Uh, I having a nurse on and uh, picking her brain. I, I, I checked that out. She's she's raring to go, so I'm going to say that as a surprise. But I have a nurse on. I'm going to talk to her, ask her some questions, uh, general questions, not necessarily about the coronavirus, but uh, she's uh, one of our uh, first line responders. She's a hero in my book, so I'm going to talk to her about that. Uh, that's going to be later on this week. And uh, we're gonna have more stuff. We'll have more, 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 more stuff to talk about. More games. Um, oh, my live streams in and out. Bandwidth, man. Bandwidth. Anyways, uh, it's been it's been awesome. I I've had a good show. I hope you guys had a good show. I didn't interact with you as much today. I had a hard time hanging up on Josh. So. Anyways, you guys have been great. Uh, we had a, people on and off today. We have a lot of I, we have a lot of listeners 
uh, that listen after the podcast is over. Uh, check in my my analytics, my insights. I, I have like uh, anywhere between two to 300 listeners after the fact that go listen to the podcast after it's over. So for you guys that listen later, thanks for doing that. Uh, I'm going to save these and publish them and uh, you can go back and listen to some of the older episodes. It keeps getting better. That's all I can promise you. It's not terrible. You know, if you want to, if you want to spend 30 minutes, you just want to waste some time and, and have some fun. You might as well spend them with me, right? So that was today's show. I can't wait to uh, hang out with you guys again tomorrow. We're weekdays, 4 p.m. Central, 4 to 4.30-ish. Sometimes we go long, but uh, yeah, you guys are awesome. Uh, let me see. Let me, uh, let me take us out. Maybe. There we are. You guys have a good uh, good Monday, good rest of your week. Hopefully we'll see you tomorrow. Check us out. Come back. Thanks for joining for the uh, Basement Quarantine Podcast. Weekdays, 4 p.m. Central. Thanks for having coffee with me.